Shaping Success with West Tankersley is brought to you by Aggressive Marketing Solutions, your solution for all business social media needs. If you need a team of social media marketers and content creators to help you build your brand on social media, text West 2020 to 541-709-6502 today. Get started building your brand on social media. Success is defined differently by every individual. Some have never even considered what it is. I hope when I get older I'll be successful. What does that even mean? Money? Cars? Big house? On this show we strive to look at it a little deeper. Learning from successful individuals on what they believe success really is and how to obtain it. Everybody, enjoy the show. This is Shaping Success with Wes Tankersley. What is up, everyone? Welcome to Shaping Success. I'm your host, Wes Tankersley. Before we get into episode 30, can you do me a big favor? If you're watching this on Facebook Live, hit that watch party button, get it going. If you're listening to this on the podcast, please give it a five-star rating and give it a nice review. If you have any questions, hit me up, let me know. If you don't want to give it a five-star review, tell me why. This is episode 30. Our guest today is Jason B. Godoy. I met Jason a few months back and quickly was drawn to his positive personality. His authentic self-talk and ability to work through many struggles inspire many. Jason, welcome to the show. Thanks, Wes. Happy to be here. Yeah, glad to have you. How's the weather in California? I think half the half the state's on fire right now, is it not? Uh, that would be Northern California, right? That's where my family's from, so it's kind of you know it's kind of crazy that that area is on fire. Pretty crazy. Yeah, for sure. Well, let's get down to it. So, Jason, one of the things that has drawn to me is your ability to talk about your struggles, uh, whether it be your divorce, getting a ticket, falling off your one wheel. What motivates you to stay so positive? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, I like to call it uh, wondering in the dark. Whenever we face a, a trying situation in life, moment of adversity, something that we don't see a positive side to, um, I wonder what the lesson is. And the lesson is really what allows me to be positive and find that next version of myself. Yeah, and it's great because I listen to your podcast quite a bit. And we'll talk about that a little bit. I, I want to talk a little bit about you, who you are, and kind of what you do uh, before we get into that. But your podcast is called Waking Up With Wonder. And it's it's very inspiring to listen to some of the stories and the struggles and the things that you go through. And what kind of drew me to that was I'm kind of in the same space. You know, I mean, about a year ago, I made this decision to change the way that I thought about things. and you know, just started running into all these positive people. And it's been pretty inspiring, inspiring to me, inspiring to be around these people and kind of listen how they deal with those struggles. Um, one of the things that I noticed about you and we talked about a little bit is that you have a psychology major, but you're also, and I'm going to butcher this because I don't know if I say this right. You're a recce energy healer, healing practitioner. Can you tell me if I said that correct and what that is? Can you talk about that a little bit? So it's um, Reiki, Reiki energy. And what it is, is a, like an ancient um, Japanese uh, healing method that they actually call um, light energy or God's love. And really, it's just tapping into that inner source of energy that we have inside of us and using that to kind of shine uh, light, shine positivity and help others just like shift their energy around. So we all have energy. Um, you have energy. I'm sure when you started trying to change the way you think about stuff, you notice like there's more energy probably in your mind. Um, you, like more stuff was running around in your head, more thoughts. Yeah, for um, sure. So 
Definitely. So we can actually like transmute that energy uh, down to our heart level. And when that's in your heart level, then we're going to be more in alignment with our thoughts and our actions. And that allows us to be more of our authentic selves. So how do you use that to help yourself and help others? Is there, do you, you have clients and things like that that you work with, or is it more for you or how, how do you use it? Got it. So um, I'm not a master. A master would be the next level and a master can actually train others how to use Reiki and how to heal others. I am at level two where I'm able to work one-to-one with clients and heal clients individually. And it's normally done in person, but because of COVID we've uh, advanced to virtual healing. And essentially it's kind of a process. It's a little bit of like a personal development life coaching mixed with an emotional guidance. Um, We all have a light side to us and we all have a dark side. And a lot of people are just afraid to go into that dark side, into that unknown about themselves. So we kind of hold space um, with positivity, with the hope of the future. And that space allows them to kind of push out the dark thoughts, the dark emotions, the dark desires that we have inside of us. Yeah. So I've heard you talk about a lot of the stuff that you do, like journaling and self-talk and things like that. Can you talk a little bit about how this helps you and and how it's kind of a struggle? Because I know that it's not easy. I, I deal with it myself, but that negative energy can really get the best of you. How do you use what you know to keep yourself in that positive headspace? Yeah. Um, so emotions, got the emotion sign behind me over here. They're just energy in motion. And a lot of times, if we're not aware of that energy, it can easily drive us to the negative side of um, emotions. So anger, sadness, fear, disgust. And really, I just allow myself to uh, first off, take a step back and breathe into whatever feelings that is, no matter how bad they are. Usually a lot of times it's anger, if I'm being honest. And then you take the anger and you separate the facts of the circumstances, the facts from the feelings. And this is what the journal prompts that I have do. And when you can separate the facts and the feelings, you're now you're clear on what you actually want out of this whole situation. And you're able to create a a strategy to go after what you want that's not going to be fueled by emotions and fueled by those negative feelings. Yeah, and so you use the journaling in every day and I noticed I listened to your podcast the other day and you were talking about how your daughter is you you don't I don't think you require her but you ask her to do the journaling as well. And how has that helped you? I mean, is this something that you daily do? Do you give her prompts? Do you already have the prompts? Uh, is it something that you just, you know, you have a book of prompts or how do you go about figuring out what you're going to journal about? Got it. So, I've been journaling for almost two years now and i've gathered multiple prompts from all sorts of uh, people coaches mentors uh, throughout my last couple years and i have an angry prompt i have a happy prompt i have one that helps you connect to your heart i just have some some general gratitude journal prompts but for my daughter she's only eight so or she just turned nine actually so i don't want to force her i don't want to make her do something she doesn't want to do so there's one called the five minute journal and for kids all it does is when they wake up it asks you what's one thing that would make today amazing and then what's one thing that you're grateful for today and it allows her to get into that headspace of uh, positivity first off of being grateful and it allows her to think of how she can control her day and how she has the power to make her day as amazing as she wants wants it to be. I really like that because it it's like you said, you're starting off the day with a positive thought and trying to find a way to get it started that way instead of starting in a negative headspace. And you know, the way that this this country is and this world is right now, negativity sells and 
that's just a great way to keep it in a positive mentality, a positive state and start off your day on the right foot. So you have a couple yeah, other no. things that you do too. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, apart from negativity selling, I mean, pain, pain's a huge selling point. We can all connect to pain. So being able to connect with that pain inside of yourself um, and just be honest is going to actually allow you to help other people people experience gratitude and help other people see the positive in the situation because you've been to that pain level before. Yeah. And, and that's just a, yeah, that's a great way of looking at it because you can relate that to everyone. You can think about that. You know, I've, I've been talking most recently about controlling what you can control. And if you can realize that, you know, you're in control of yourself and you're able to control your own thoughts and your own positive behavior, then you're going to be a lot better off than than feeding off other people's negative energy like you're talking about. That's huge, yeah. So you have a couple degrees. So you, you have a bachelor's in, in psychology and then you have a minor in Spanish and you're working on an MBA. And, and my question is because I know that you have a full-time job as well and you've got a, you got a couple of kids. Yeah. How do you do it? What drives you to continue to push towards getting that MBA and, and everything else that you're doing You know, with the healing and classes and all that stuff? It's You sound like you got a lot of drive. And podcasting almost every day. Yeah, yeah. Um, I sometimes I ask myself, how do I do it? I'm actually going to be putting out, I was going to do it today. I, I needed to take a, just a reset day from work. Um, I had to take care of my grandmother. She actually has early stages of Alzheimer's and I, I helped take care of her. It's kind of hard. She's been telling me for the last couple months every day that she's ready to move on and ready to get out of this world. And that in itself is a challenge to deal with. Um, but that is definitely one of my driving forces is I see, I have children, you have a daughter and you see the wonder of a child and how beautiful it is. And that excitement to like figure out what else we can do today, what else you're capable of achieving. But on the other end of the spectrum, I see my 90 year old grandmother who is not excited about life, who doesn't want to be here anymore. And I just want to be able to keep that same excitement of a child literally until I turn 120 years old, until my last day. I, I want to never stop wondering essentially. In, ter in terms of a strategy, I was going to be doing an episode on time blocking and I really had to um, get like really finite with the Google calendar time blocking technique and just put like one, two hour time blocks of work on your calendar and whatever is on that calendar for that time is what you do. And if you don't complete it, you just have to be loving and kind to yourself and just accept it and slide it over to the next day. Yeah. And that's a good way to do it. I, I have tried that before. And it's so crazy. Every time I try to put something on a calendar like that and put my life in order and, and make sure that it's all this way, something just gets thrown in there. And so you have to be willing to, yeah. to let that go away and, and be all right with it, of moving it to the next time. That's true. And also finding like 30 minutes windows of time for you. Um, I think the other key for getting so much done uh, is I've been practicing this thing called core four. Um, that I learned through a wake up warrior company. And what core four is you take the first two hours of your morning or even the first hour, like a power hour, and you work on the four core areas of your life to balance them out. So for me, it's um, my wealth, which is my business, my trying to start a side business. And then it's my wellness, which is my health, my fitness. And then from there, it's wisdom, which I consider that relationships and connecting with people that I'm close to. And then worth and worth is the most important. That's that self-love time. So what that looks like applicably for me is just waking up and going straight to sweating, getting a nice 10, 20, 30 minute workout and sweating from there reflecting. So then uh, journaling, maybe meditating. And then from there, 
a solid 20, 30 minutes, at least knocking out one task in my business that's going to further my my business or my school, whatever it is for that day. Yeah, that's wow. I'm impressed with that. That's a great way to look at it and to get it in order. It's almost like, you know, I I listen to Lewis Howes a lot and he talks about like things as simple as making your bed when you wake up in the morning, being in that routine and getting yourself set so that you can get through your day, but having those, having those multitude of things that will that you would do on a daily basis to keep that routine. So sounds like you got a really good plan. Yeah, the miracle morning, I think, is what Lewis House calls it. And believe it or not, I started off with making my bed in the morning. That was the first task. And it evolved from that to now a two-hour morning routine. So it's doable. You just got to be committed. Yeah, it's funny. Like in my house, I, I, I'm up at 5 in the morning. My wife doesn't usually get up until around 6, 30, 7 o'clock. So I can't really make the bed with her in it. <laughs> <laughs> You just need that first small win in the day. That's all it is. Push-ups, whatever that small win looks like for you. Oh, that makes total sense. Okay. So you talked a little bit about kind of your side business, your side hustle. It sounds like there's a couple different things you have going on, but one of the things that I've been listening to and we've talked about a couple of times is your podcast called Waking Up With Wonder. So why don't you tell us a little bit about that? I know you've kind of hit on some of the keys of it, but let's let's hear a little bit more about the podcast. Yeah. So we all have um, that little bit of wonder inside of us that allows us to become that next version of ourselves that we we know we want to be and we need to be for everyone else in our family or even just for ourselves. And my experience is that people look outward for that wonder. I mean, I was hiring coaches. Um, people look to their friends for guidance, for help, when really, if we stop looking at all the wonderful people and the wonderful things in the world around us and just take the time to look inside and reflect on ourselves, then we'll really unlock some hidden talents, some hidden skills that we didn't know we had. Yeah, and you've had some really good topics. I've liked listening to, uh, you were talking the other day about getting pulled over again, getting a ticket, um, talking about your daughter's journaling and things like that. And that explanation just kind of gives me the information that I need to know of how you kind of come up with your topics. Are they something that you come up with on a on a daily basis? Or do you have like a list of things in your journals that you're going to plan on talking about and you have a bunch in the bank? Or how does that how does your process work with that? Um, originally, it was just whatever I experienced the day before, then I would journal about it and I would talk about that the next day kind of as I was going through life. Now I like to kind of live what I talk about a little more. So I'm tr- I am tried to get a week ahead and I had like five or six episodes in the bank, five or six days worth of journaling. And then come Sunday, I'll keep my journals for throughout the week. And it's actually a great way to reflect on your weekly experiences, weekly journals, and I'll try to plan out uh, the next week's episodes. And how many episodes a week are you doing? I, I, I'm just trying to remember, are you trying to do it every single day or are you taking a couple days off so, in between? So my commitment uh, to the audience was an episode every other day. So about three to four episodes a week. And I've been just challenging myself, go back to that wonder inside of us to do at least daily episodes, at least four episodes a week minimum. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's a great show. I love listening to it. When you when you talk about your journaling and in the episode that kind of hit me last week when you were talking about your daughter journaling and how she didn't quite understand that you were actually doing it on a daily basis, you can do that through the podcast. You can do that through writing it down. You can do it through voice notes. You can do it however you want. Journaling is just kind of one of those things that is kind of an art form that you have to create the way that works best for you, correct? Yeah, exactly. When I first started journaling, it was a blank sheet of paper, just clearing my mind out. And then I used that five-minute journal that I mentioned and... I still do that with her. And then from there, I learned about voice journaling. And I think for me, that was the most effective, um, being able to literally 
take my phone in my hands, hit the talk button and just yell into your phone. Um, get all the raw emotions, all the raw feelings out and then look down and see like what was in your brain uh, on text. Yeah, and you talked about a time, I had heard you talk one time about how you had like a rough day with someone and you had to go out and you had to journal. Is that kind of a, a coping mechanism as well as like as soon as something happens or as soon as you get a chance to take a break from the situation, you get out and you, you do your voice journal, you talk about those things. What do you do when you when something happens that just doesn't go your way? That is definitely a coping mechanism along with uh, some other breathing mechanisms, breathing tactics I do. The journaling, I like to think of it as triggers, right? So as humans, we're constantly being triggered and we think triggers are bad. We associate them with guns, with violence, right? If you look at triggers as good and bad, anytime there's a moment of gratitude, of appreciation, and you sit there and you, you journal about it and you learn the lesson in it, that's going to allow you to uh, elevate your consciousness and to actually take action on that gratitude and to use that gratitude to inspire someone else and to better someone else. Well, there's a lot of good coping mechanisms that we've talked about, and I really enjoy listening to it and, and thinking about, you know, in my mind, and I do these bonus coverage episodes, and usually what happens is I'll go back and I'll listen to the episode and I'll talk more about it. So you'll get a bonus coverage episode and you'll kind of hear what I take away from it. But I like to give the guests a chance to be able to tell their story and talk about how they do things. It's some great information that you are that you have here. We're getting close to the last question here, but I want to ask you, you have a great website today. It was funny because I was asking, hey, do you, can you write me a short bio or whatever? And it was, and it was, we talked about it a little bit before the show. You're like, hey, go check out my website. And it's, it's great. I love it. It's such a good layout. And I want, I wanted to say that on air here that, you know, you guys should go check out his website. If you know where it is, where can they find you? Where can they find out more about you, what you do, who you are and all that stuff? I know you have your website, but talk about all your stuff. Where, where are you at? Um, so the best way to find me is the website. I have all of my social media links listed on there. The podcast, um, Spotify, everything is on the website. And if you go to the website, there's a free resources tab and it has, I think it's over 30 plus uh, electronic books, eBooks that I've collected over the past two years. I've actually read them all myself. And then there's, I think five or six journal prompts in there that I use myself. And that's all free on the free resources tab. And that's www.wakeupwithwonder.com. Yeah. And if you're watching, you definitely need to go check this out. If you need a little bit more positivity in your life, if you need a little help with those things, if you want to know about journaling and things like that, you should definitely check it out. Like I said, in the beginning, Jason, you know, he has this personality that just at first you kind of don't like for me at first, I was just kind of, how can someone be so positive, but it comes from the heart. Heart, and that's what I love about it. I love listening to you talk because I always know that it's well thought out and you really are wondering about it and you really are thinking about it and trying to figure out the best way to process the information. So I appreciate you taking the time to be on the show. Um, we're going to do the last question sponsor here real quick. And then I'm going to ask you the last question. Um, I know you've watched before, so hopefully you're not taken off, off guard by what it is. Before we do the last Go. question, Wes, I would, I would love to uh, bless your audience with like a quick three-step breathing exercise that they can do. It's sort of like a reset, maybe after work, before you walk in the house to just clear your mind and then feel positive as you're entering the house. Let's do it. Cool. And it's funny that you said I'm so positive. My favorite book is a book called um, Why Positive Thinking is BS. And that's also in that free resources tab. Now I got to check it out. All right, so um, if you want to do it with me, we're going to take three breaths. On the first breath, you're going to think of uh, something you want to release or let go of in your mind. So as you're holding it in for six seconds, you're going to just think of what you want to release. Ready? Here we go. 
and think of what you're releasing. And then on the exhale, let it go. Ready and release. All right. So second breath, same thing. And you're going to call something in whatever you want to receive into your life in this moment. So go ahead and deep breath in and just receive it fully, experience it. And then when you're ready to just breathe it out. And this is the powerful one right here. On this breath, you're going to feel an overwhelming feeling of abundance, just light, positive energy, just circulating through your whole being. And then you're going to release it when you can't take it no more. All right, ready, set, breathe. Inhale and hold. Feel abundant, big heart smile, light just shining through you. And whenever you're ready, just exhale that abundance. It's funny how, how breathing feel? makes you, it's funny how breathing makes you just feel better, you know? I mean, and thinking That's about it. it and having like a reason to do it, you know? Awesome. I cool. appreciate you sharing that with the, with the audience. You're okay. Welcome. So we're going to get to the last question sponsor here real quick. Our last question sponsor is the Warriors Collection. By the way, you can't see it very well, but look what I have on. I'll stand up here. I got my Warriors Collection gear on. You probably the didn't hear Warriors. that very well because it's stepped away from the mic. Uh, so when, you're, when your back is up against the wall, you need to release the warrior within. Warriors Collection, find Warriors Collection gear. I have a shirt. There's a bunch of other different gears. My good friend Brian Sales is, is in charge of this Warriors Collection. It's his brand. It's at Warriors underscore collection underscore on IG. Check it out. He just started a Facebook page as well. So Jason, it's been awesome having you on here. We're going to talk about this last question here. This is the last question. So success is different for every individual. And as you look through your life, you think about what that is for you. How do you define your success? What is the shape of your success? It's a great question. So when I first started my podcast, I defined success as connection. I didn't care how many numbers, how many listeners I had. I cared about the impact I was having and the level of connection I was creating with the audience. Obviously, success is um, being shaped and molded and changed for all of us as we grow into bigger versions of ourselves. So today, I would define success as interconnection. So the ability to not only create connections like the connection that we have created here, but the connections that this is going to lead me to, whether it's a connection with um, your team, whether it's a connection with other podcast uh, guests that can be on my show, or even the inner connections within myself, the different connections I have within myself. That's awesome because connection is a great thing. And I really enjoy connecting with many people. It's led to a lot of great things for me. Um, I have quite a few different friends that I've created by podcasting, by my sales job and just being a good person and, and giving them value as well. So I want to thank you for giving the audience value, giving me value and um, taking the time to be on the show. I really appreciate you being here. Thanks, Wes. I was happy to be here and I look forward to doing it again in the future. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. Hey, you know what? We forgot to talk about one thing. We're going to talk about that that record that you want to break. Let's talk about that real quick before we go here. Tell me about this podcasting world record that we that you want to attempt. Definitely. I can't do it alone. I need a team. Um, but it's the... So since I've been eight years old, I've always wanted to set a Guinness world record. I just didn't know for what. And I recently learned about the longest audio live stream podcast recording and it was 55 hours was the new record. So I believe if I get a team of committed podcasters, we can sit down and we can set a new record of like 57 hours of nonstop interviews, nonstop talking conversations, and really just add tons of value to 
whoever happens to be listening for those 57 hours. Yeah. And it's, there's a, did you, I don't know if you said this, I might've missed it, but there's a seven second, like you can only stop for seven or less than seven seconds, right? Six seconds. You can't stop talking, right? It's between five and seven seconds of no dead air. So that means if you have a thought, then you better get that thought out within five to seven seconds. Okay. Well, we're going to work on trying to make this happen. Um, and, uh, I'm going to see what I can do to help you out because I think that that's a really cool goal and hopefully we can make it happen. So again, thank you for being on the show. I really appreciate it. Everyone who is listening, this is the end of the show. I want to say thank you for paying attention. Thank you for doing a watch party. If you can please again, head on over to the Apple podcast, leave me a five-star review, help me grow the show. If you would like to sponsor the show, and be the last question sponsor, go to the address on the top of the screen there that just disappeared on me again. I need to start writing this down. It's HTTPTVPBN.com slash channel slash SS and make a donation. If you donate, the highest donator of the week will be the last question sponsor. We can talk about what that is that you want to say in that sponsorship or who it's for, or maybe it's just a shout out for a great person who wants to donate. You can donate anything from a dollar to a hundred to thousand, whatever you want. It just helps keep the server running on TVPBN. So until next time, I want to challenge you to find the shape of your success. Thank you very much. This was Shaping Success with Wes Tankersley brought to you by Aggressive Marketing Solutions. If you need a team of marketers to help you with social media, all you need to do to start is text WEST2020 to 541-709-6502. 541-709-6502. That is Aggressive Marketing Solutions. Have a great day. See you next time.